Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Milligan and Bob Loddick. So what are the hidden challenges of pursuing self-employment? You know, whether you are trying to get a blog business up and running or an online business, retail business, or just a physical location type business, there are hidden challenges that you probably aren't aware of that you need to learn how to overcome. Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today with Kevin Miller. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the new Teach Your Passion course. It's an online video course complete with six modules, over 40-some videos that walk you through my personal six-step blueprint for creating courses. I've used this blueprint now for a while. I've created over a dozen courses, and I want you to be able to learn the process and do the same. It doesn't really matter what your niche is about. There is a course, there is a product that you can create and begin earning money online. So to check that out and learn more, I've even got some free teaching videos that go along with that. Just go to bloggingyourpassion.com forward slash teach. All right, well, it's my honor today to have a conversation with Kevin Miller. If you haven't yet learned of Kevin Miller, you need to jump over there and learn about what he's doing over at freeagentuprising.com. He has a real passion to help people who feel stuck in the regular nine-to-five job um, get out and get going with something that they're passionate about, something that they want to pursue, the pursuit of free agency, the pursuit of self-employment. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to have an awesome discussion. I love the story of Kevin Miller. He shares it openly about his triumphs, his struggles. And if you don't know about him, he lives in an awesome area of the country in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado with his wife. He's got seven kids. He understands what it means to try to pursue self-employment and yet have a lot of responsibility at home. So I'm just, it's great. I'm grateful that Kevin's here. He's been a mentor and a coach in my own life. And so I'm excited to have you guys listen into our conversation. So welcome, Kevin, to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm incredibly honored, Jonathan. Well, it's been fun getting to to know you over the last year or so, and real excited to have you on and have the uh, listeners have an opportunity to gain from your wisdom over the years as you've worked with many people that are on the route to self-employment. And our audience, most of them are working full-time. They got this desire that they want to create something on the side. So they're hustling on the side to, to create this online business through their passion, their blog, the thing that it is that they want to bring to the world. And so I thought it would be great for us to just have a conversation and discuss some of these things that can be helpful for them. 
one of my favorite things to discuss in the world right here. All right. So here's the, you know, I was thinking through some questions that, you know, if, if my audience had an opportunity to sit across the table from you or sit across the couch, you know, what, what are some of the questions they would ask? And here's, here's a few of them. First one would be, what, what are some of the biggest struggles that people face when pursuing self-employment? Is there any big things that, that you constantly see kind of pop up as people are pursuing that self-employment? Well, absolutely. It's uh, itself. That's the biggest problem. <laughs> Trying to do it our, ourselves. And man, it's, it's such a different paradigm. I mean, it really looking at self-employment, it's a different lifestyle. It's a different perspective for most people than they've ever had. You know, you grow up and your, your parents direct things. You go into school and your teachers direct things, even college. It's still that way, then right into a job, and you're always directed to a certain degree. And so to have to sit back and now I'm making the decisions and having to be really self-directed is very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and unknown, you know, for most people. And it's very countercultural. So when we step out doing anything that's different than the norm, it's difficult. It's scary. It's kind of lonely. And I mean, a lot of people realize a, a similar thing, not to, to the same degree, but a similar thing just in you know, going from being sedentary and out of shape to getting fit and well. It's not what the norm of your friends and family are doing, and sometimes it can get you more grief than support. So there's a lot of real issues in there. But hey, Jonathan, something I've really been focused on uh, more and more recently, and I'm actually working on a, uh, a new endeavor uh, that really uh, I think will help this more, but is looking and saying so many people, you, you, use, you use the word uh, desire. Mm-hmm. You said so many of your, your folks in uh, your business, you know, they have a desire and they want to get it out there. That's it. That's what I love. That's what I'm drawn to is finding that desire in somebody and helping them commit to to going after it. And then, of course, you got to figure out, okay, how do you do that? And, and I've been really using that word as, that you know well of art. You know, mm-hmm. Seth talked about that. I think, I think it was Lynchpin, wasn't it, where he said, you know, we yeah. all have art. And I, I love that and I believe that. And yet the unfortunate reality or the thing that I'm grappling with that, that I know you know this, this scenario as well too is that here we are looking and saying, gosh, I have art in me. I want to discover. I want to refine and I want to get it out there. And yet to do it, we have to become a business person. Well, mm-hmm. that doesn't fit everybody. I, I'm not even that good of a business person. I'm, my wife says I'm, not, I'm, I'm more of an artist than that. And I am. I'm not really great at running a business. I can create an idea and help get it out there, but to run a business that doesn't fit us, and so grappling with that, you know, and it's it's the same in a, in a job. We have something to offer, but we have confines and things in there that we don't like that come along with it, and that's the that seems so much of the struggle. Yeah, you know, when you said self directed, I know that's something that I don't know if it ever goes away. You you have to constantly get to that place of of self directing. <laughs> And I know for me, because, you know, in traditional employment, you have a boss, you have deadlines, they're kind of imposed upon you. And I think that's the biggest shocker for people when they start to try to launch off on their own is is they have to become the boss and the worker. And, you know, knowing when to juggle those hats and when to wear them, I know for a little while, and, and still at times when I feel like I've completely fallen off the wagon, I have this small little whiteboard that hangs above my desk in my home office. And it just has my my 90-day goals that 
keep me kind of focused on getting back on track. And I often tell people it's like my boss. It's it's hanging over me like my boss because, you know, sometimes left to ourselves, we're going to drift, and that self-direction is so important. Oh, man, there, there's... I think people get the perspective that those who are successfully self-employed are a certain personality type. They're a certain style. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think that's a myth. I think we hear from a lot of the same type, but there's you know, self-employed people in every personality style and, and make and model um, out there. You know, but even for me, there are days, yeah, I get, I have to admit, I mean, I'm tired of making decisions. <laughs> I, I'd rather just, can I just pull a lever for a while? <laughs> But then, of course, you know, I think about that for a minute and know that, yeah, the thing that pisses me off even more is uh, somebody else making all my decisions and I don't have freedom in that. You know, there's pros and cons to both sides. And, but yeah, I think even that, just being honest with it. Yeah, there's definitely some days where I I love that I get to make the decision. I get to set, I get to be the boss. And there are days where I'm worn out with it too. That's just the truth of it. Well, many aspiring entrepreneurs, they, they, and you've probably seen this, they want to jump right into the how, and then they find themselves really kind of struggling later in, in many different ways. Now, you take a different approach, and could you explain a little bit, and I know we kind of hit this a little bit already, but can you explain a bit about why addressing your personal perspective and your mindset, why that really comes first? Yeah, man. It, it came, Jonathan, from, gosh, probably seven, eight years ago when I really started doing just business consulting, you know, working with existing businesses or people who definitely had an idea and helping them uh, build the business. And I'm just a guy, I love to, okay, you got an idea or a new campaign you want to do, some growth you want to do in your business, whatever. Okay, let's, how can we make it happen? And I just start running forward. And it really came, Jonathan, from seeing people then falter and it was from a personal level. They were struggling with their own doubts, their own confidence, their spouse's support, or you know, all these different factors that were almost more on a personal development side that really sabotaged a great idea, a great brand, great marketing, great business structure, all the things that we really dive into first, and yet they derail because of a mindset and a paradigm you know, issue. And it just, it almost forced me to keep going back. If I want to have success in helping people launch something out there, we had to get into what I you know, talk now as the roots and the foundation of, okay, you got your head wrapped around the fact that you're doing something countercultural. You're going to have to be more you know, self-motivated, self-directed than, than normal. And you're going to have times of feeling alone in this because this isn't the norm of the culture. And you got to know what your motive is. Uh, with anything, it's the same. That, and that is, going back to the fitness industry, again, they know that. You know, what's the, it's like my buddy Randy. He's a doctor. He says, what's the best exercise? You know, what does he tell his patients? What is the best exercise for you? And he says, whichever one you'll keep doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is great, is, is great counsel. And you know, with this, I mean, you've got to have a motive. So whatever the motive is, there's not a right or wrong, but what is the motive that will keep you doing it uh, when it does get difficult? So really looking at the why and the motive. And once we get that, now let's jump into the what. What's an idea that actually fits you? Most of the people that are uh, showcasing, uh, you know, like Pat Flynn. I'm a fan of Pat. Pat. You know him. Mm-hmm. Inter- marketing guru. But that's what he does is internet marketing. So if somebody's coming there learning how to do business, they're going to learn how to do internet marketing. Does that fit them? Does that fit their personality? Does that mm. fit 
their product and service? Does that, do they even know what the product or service is? You know, let's find something and get into the person and understand what's an idea that really fits you, is viable for you first. Now let's figure out how that can be viable to the marketplace. So we've done those three things, and now the how, man, now we can jump into the how. And honestly, I, I feel like the how um, you know, I do a lot of work with people in branding and in the marketing focus of it, but how to walk the business out, there's a lot of people who are uh, incredible experts in that, like Pat Flynn for internet marketing, like mm-hmm. you, when blogging is, the, is a primary focal point. Man, I'm never going to do as good of a job helping somebody as you are. That, I want them to go with you to figure out you know, how to do that. And I know you do a lot of, the, a lot of this same stuff as well as, how, as far as helping equip people um, with that, so we all overlap to some degrees, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think the how we tend to jump into that, and it's putting the cart before the horse. Yeah, no question. Well, one of the things I admire about you is is how important family is to you, and you've got seven kids, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Well, why why is it important that you bring your spouse along in this journey? You know, I. I I was thinking about that, and and I've done lots of interviews with my wife uh, within the self-employment context, and we've taught things how to be together in that, Uh, though I would be – I'd be remiss if I didn't also admit I've had one of the bumpier roads. Um, You know, some of that's just personal. I I think whether I was self-employed or had a job or whatever, I'm – I'm kind of a trigger happy guy and, and take a lot of risks. And in all reality, my wife tends to be that way too. And, you know, we, we have a lot of ups and downs in that. But yeah, we've been forced to, you know, work on how do we come together. I think the issue why it comes up in self employment is because when you're doing a job, you just go in, you clock in, you do that, you come home. It's, it's, it's a lot more mild of an endeavor. When you're doing self-employment, you're really putting yourself out there. It, it really makes everything in life, and you know this as well as I do, it makes it more acute. Our life overall makes it more acute, which is what I love. I mean, that's part of the addiction. I, I, it, I come alive in that pursuit, no different than you know, you, you're, you're a lot more alive when you're climbing a 14er than walking down a city street. It's mm-hmm. just different reality but in that it encompasses so much of you as a whole and really i think brings together the you know your work and your life in a much more cohesive way and to not have the support and the alignment with your spouse can cause more friction than than what would be there otherwise so um you know with spouse even with family i mean it's it's um I mean, I like that that there's not a big, you know, there's not a big segmentation between my work and my life. My kids know what I do. We talk at the dinner table about a lot of the stuff that I'm I'm blogging about or podcasting about. And I love the example of going after something that does inspire me and that I care about, and that that's the example that they see, as opposed to just uh, you know existing to put food on the table alone. Absolutely. No question. That's that's great. Um, now, one of your goals is to create a movement toward free agency. Can you talk a bit about you know the series you're doing on how they made their first dollar and also, I guess, a little bit more about what you're doing with free agent uprising? Yeah. I mean, that came, Jonathan, from kind of the thing that I can't help but do. I just found myself consistently sitting across the table a lot of times from guys and – 
hearing how they feel uh, you know, numb in life or despair or they're, oh, they're yearning to do something more. And I start picking at that. Guess what, what is it? Tell me more about that. And then as soon as it starts to come to clarity, I, my first thought is, gosh, you need to be doing that full time. I want, you should be doing your art full time. You can't do it in the margins of life. And I, I, that's, that's who I am. That's what I enjoy. If we're at a social gathering, I'm not talking about sports. And I'm not really even talking about business. I, I talking about the things that inspire you. It's just, it's just part of who I am. And I see so many people where that is uh, – their hearts diminished, they're diminished, and you know maybe there's something that makes them come alive that's a hobby or an interest, and it's often untapped or they feel frustrated they're not doing that. And I love to pull that out of them, you know, one. And two, obviously, I'm a huge fan of the freedoms of self-employment. Yeah, looking at my family. It doesn't mean I work less, but I can at least put it around the priorities of being there for them. Be available, so I, you know, so there's two things: the inspiration and the heart of a person, and the freedoms in life to make other things a priority. Is why I love uh, and go after the free agent, you know, aspect. But you ask about the show, the how people made their first dollar. That was really to help. Actually, one of the lines that I use in that is to make uh, somebody. Well, like you know, I've interviewed you um, before. Mm-hmm. It was, I started that series, but we talked about a lot of the stuff. And to say, okay, here's Jonathan. I told you know we told your story of where you went from job stuff and this endeavor, and then into what you're doing now. And it's I, so my line is you know how we make uh, Jonathan's extraordinary story ordinary because it, it is pretty ordinary. I mean, mm-hmm. not away from the things that we've done, but when you really hear the story of how did somebody make the first dollar, it's, a, it's one thing to hear about how they made a million bucks and what's happening over here, the stuff that the media promotes. But people often are wondering, yeah, but how did they, uh, you know, he had kids and how did he really do that? How, how did it, yeah, what did his spouse think? What did they do? How did they make it financially? Where did he get the time? That nitty gritty stuff that really breaks it down and, you, and what people hear is, oh, oh gosh, that's really regular. That's really <laughs> normal and it becomes relatable it becomes relatable and if it if it's relatable then it's more possible and i find that when people are listening to that show or you know listen to that series how people made their first dollar in the essence it ultimately gives them permission to do it because it makes sense they i can relate to that, that that's just a normal person that's normal i can be normal i don't have to be extraordinary brilliant genius you know all these things that i think we attach with the perspective of successful self-employment. Yeah. You know, uh, I recently saw a post by Michael Hyatt, and he had an infographic he put together called the uh, the five levels of platform building, and it was like one through five, and it had different things on each, and he had uh, sent a tweet out on Twitter about it, and somebody replied and said, well, you know, his question was, you know, which level are you, the five levels? And someone replied and said, I'm at level zero. And he immediately replied back on Twitter and said, everyone starts there. <laughs> and it's like, we forget that, you know, we forget that we all start from zero and we all start at the beginning. Uh, you know, uh, there's a famous quote and I forget who said it, but uh, they said, you know, look at any successful business and you can trail it back to at one point someone made a courageous decision. Ah, yes, that's 
That is true. That's a great point. Yeah, of not even going against what I or going with along, you know, not being brilliant, not being genius, not being. But is there a place to be courageous? Yeah, and I love that. You've probably seen the, the movie. We own it. Um, mm-hmm. Bought a zoo. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the Matt Damon in that, and that's that classic line in there. That oh shoot, and I'm going to miss it now. It's something that you know, just 20 seconds of of insane courage or something like that. That's all it takes to do yeah. something. I love, I love that. Uh, and it, but again, people, everybody's probably done that once. I mean, they can relate to that too. I, by the way, that Michael Hyatt uh, blog was brilliant. I and I've used an aspect of that where he talks about the three levels: mm-hmm. uh, sage, sherpa, and struggler. I've used. Gosh, I used it in class. You know, free agent academy class last night. We talked about it, and it was a really, really uh, good, good uh, you know message from him. Yeah. So can you give the uh, Blogging Your Passion audience maybe a little bit more detail about you know Free Agent Uprising, what you get as a member? I know I've been a member, I believe, over a year now and constantly helps me to just um, to get refreshed, the mindset, the perspective, staying uh, in with it, even though I don't always make it to you know, the live classes, you always record all of it, I'm able to listen to it, um, pay attention to the discussion, be a part of a community of other people who are on that same journey. Maybe you can share a little bit about you know what that is and where people can go if, if they say, yeah, I mean, a lot of what you said today is what I, you know where I need to start. Yeah, well, and you just said some of the things you know that you have in 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 blogging your passion. Uh, having that community of kindred spirits is one thing. Now, I like the fact that, and the same thing that you have, where it's a paid membership, which to me means it's invested people. So you're getting feedback and mm-hmm. counsel and support and encouragement from people who are actually invested in this. They're not just it's not just a free thing where they have an interest and they you know anybody can give their opinion. These are people who are actually doing it, so they know the score, so the feedback has more validity. That, to me, is huge, it's, and it's what I want for myself, too, and I use the community as much as anybody for that. But, uh, you know, we do put a lot of focus on those foundational roots. Now, somebody can come in day one and go in and get information on how to brand their idea to stand out in the marketplace, which is one of my favorite areas to play in. They can go right there. For most of them, though, and you know, you know that this is the information they're they're going to get. We're going to say, "Gosh, I would really encourage you to at least review and consider the information we have in those foundational areas." Who, looking at yourself, are you confident, or do you have your head wrapped around going after something countercultural, going after something that you're uh, generating your own income and the perspective and lifestyle of that and the mindset of that. Uh, encourage them to go through there. Looking at the why, what is your motive? Just saying that, man, I don't ever want a job again, or I don't want a boss again, or, or I want to build my own uh, assets, not somebody else's. Some of those big statements are not enough. We really, for the people who are going to endure in this, they need to have more clarity and definition in why they're really doing this. And, and, and have it in front of them, kind of like you talked about with your whiteboard above your computer. It's something that's a guiding light. Mm-hmm. They need to do that. Without that, they're going to hamper themselves, hamper their possibility of success. Then looking at the what, you know, the idea, even for people who have an idea, uh, which I have some clients right now who are paying me well and they have a specific idea. But even with them, with most of them, I said, okay, I, I want you to – we have this free agent 
resume that we actually offer on the very front page of freeagentuprising.com that they can get. And I have even my clients with an idea go through that and just let's just put everything out there and look at all the opportunities that could be around you. Uh, and we may even, I end up often in helping them with their branding, utilize some of those things they've done, their experiences and their expertises in helping round out the branding of the idea that they have now. So it has multiple uses, but really looking at what, what, you know, what is an idea? Does it really fit you? Does it fit your circumstances? Does it fit the investment of time and money that you can do right now? And then how can it be viable in the marketplace? Uh, and then jumping into the how, which, you know, that's, that is the playground for me, branding and marketing and stuff. That's the fun part for me, which, as you said, that's where most people want to jump in right away, how to make this idea work. And, uh, man, again, I, I love jumping in there. I just have learned that if we don't give some attention to those roots of the mindset, generally we will... Uh, end up with a stumbling block or see people quitting. And, you know, we have those self-employment numbers of self-employment, you know, businesses that succeed, that don't succeed, but we never, we don't have any stats really on how many people have a desire and never even start because they don't have the confidence to, or they do start the effort, they make steps toward it, but they never really even get anything put together. Those numbers are dramatic and they're the ones that I have the most interest in trying to address and help. Great. So those of you listening here, I'd encourage you to go over to freeagentuprising.com and there's lots of material on the page, like you mentioned, lots of things that you can read through, get a little bit more information about what's going on over there and jump in with Kevin Miller and the community and I'm over there from time to time as well. And we'd love to, to have you. So again, Kevin, thanks so much for being here today. It was a great discussion. I enjoyed it. Hey, thank you, Jonathan. It's a, a blast to talk about. I've been grateful to be a part of what you're doing, too, and see you delivering your art to everybody and the benefit that they're getting from it. It inspires me immensely. Awesome. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you.